is another week and another beautiful day in Kentucky. It is, oh, let me look at my watch, 70, 70 degrees, which is fantastic. My soul is refreshed. I am drinking some iced coffee. Um, yeah, so it is a great day. I got a CrossFit workout in this morning. I've already got... 8,500 steps in. I took a walk on our farm, took the dog for a walk. It's just, it's been a great day. And so I need to record a podcast for the week. And I was trying to decide what I wanted to talk about. And I think what we're going to talk about today is protein. Uh, it is a macronutrient. So your calories are made up of three macronutrients it's protein, carbs, and fat. So protein is Um, For every gram of protein you eat, that is four calories. So if you eat 40 grams of protein, that's 160 calories. So that's that's how you you figure out that. So it's a whole equation I'll talk about another time, like how to um, do your macronutrients and how it works with your calories and all that. But today we're going to talk about protein and why it's important. So over the years, there have been... Um, America has gone from like the standard American diet, um, ironically, which is sad. I'm sure you heard that before the SAD sad, um, but we went through like a low fat craze and now we're slowly coming back out of that over the last couple of years. So, uh, they, there was like butter was demonized and things like that. And so now we are coming back out of that and we're kind of like going toward a more like natural whole foods, you know, if God made it, eat it kind of thing. And, um, so, uh, so protein, so what happened, like, there's always like a pendulum, right? The pendulum swings like this way and it's all about how you need to eat low fat. Um, you know, carbs are, you got like, this is like, all the carbs and then the pendulum squeezes the other way and there's like don't eat carbs they're bad for you and like somewhere in the middle is where you need to fall and protein is one of those things where when you're in a calorie deficit you want to make sure that you're eating a significant amount of protein but not like enough protein like like not atkins or keto kind of protein but kind of like like not only protein but like balance it with some carbs and fat um, so what I tell my clients is this is what I tell my clients when they uh, hire me for coaching, they get a they get a calorie amount to eat and then they get a protein amount to eat. And I try to have them just focus on those two things at first because trying to figure out the carbs and the fat is just it just gets too difficult when you first start counting. Um, so the reason why protein is so important when you're in a calorie deficit is because it helps keep you full. Like it's the macronutrient that you want to eat that's going to keep you full. So when you're cutting your calories, you want to eat something that's going to help you feel full so that you're not hungry all the time. Because if you're hungry all the time, you're going to set yourself up for failure. And so that's why you, you like up the protein. Um, not even up the protein. You should be eating that much protein anyway. So protein helps you to maintain your muscle mass. Um, so what happens a lot of time is if a woman goes into a calorie deficit, Let's say she is, um, you know, like that I talked about in last week's podcast where, you know, you plug your numbers into my fitness pal and it comes back with 1200 calories. So you're doing a 1200 calorie diet 
and you're not paying attention to how much protein you're eating. You're just strictly sticking to those calories. Um, well, what happened is your, your body needs protein. It needs the protein. So it will break down your muscles to give your body the amount of protein that it needs. So and that's kind of the term like when you hear skinny fat, like when you see somebody who's like skinny but they're not like very toned, um, like the, your muscles will break down. So your body, it almost like eats your muscles to get the amount of protein that it needs. But if you're in a calorie deficit and you keep your protein number high enough, it won't do that. And then you get to maintain the muscle that you've built. So like me, for instance, I'm getting ready to go into a cutting phase. And so when I go into that cutting phase, I have built quite a bit of muscle between lifting weights at Quick Fit, our local gym, and um, doing CrossFit for almost a year. So I've got some muscle. I just have some layer of layers of fluff on top that I need to get rid of. But when I so when I go into this cut, if I keep my protein high enough, my body won't use my muscles to get the protein that it needs. So I'll maintain the muscle. I mean, I'll probably lose a little bit. That's like inevitable when you go into a cut, but I'll be able to maintain most of the muscle that I have built over the last couple of years. Um, so how much protein do you need? That's a question. Um, so how much protein should you eat? Well, a good way to determine that is to take your... Um, if you're, if you're happy with your weight, so take your goal weight. So, so let's say you are um, a 125-pound woman and you want to know how much protein you should eat. So it's anywhere from 0.8 to 1 gram per body fat or per body. I'm going to stutter here. Per gram per body weight. So if you're 125 pounds and you do 1 gram per pound of body weight, you should be eating 125 grams of protein. If you do the 0.8, I'm going to pull up my calculator on the phone here. So 125 times 0.8 is 100 grams of protein. So you should be eating anywhere from 100 to 125 grams of protein for a 125 pound woman to maintain your muscle mass that you have. Um, so what happens if you're like a significant amount overweight? So what you do is instead of taking the weight that you're at, like let's say you're like 250 pounds, instead of saying I'm going to eat 250 grams of protein, which is kind of excessive, you would take what your goal weight is. So let's say you're a 250 pound woman, and then, but you have a goal weight of 150. So you would take that 150 pounds and use that as your measurement as to how many grams of protein you should eat. So you would eat either 150 grams of protein, or you would take that 150 times it by 0.8, and that's 120. So anywhere from 120 to 150 grams of protein is what you should be eating um, per day at like the weight of 250, if your goal weight is 150. And the same if it's 175, same, you know, just whatever your goal weight is. Um, okay, so that's kind of how you figure your protein. Um, so another question I get a lot is how can I hit my protein? Because if you download my fitness pal and you just start tracking, which I highly recommend everybody does that. Everybody should download my fitness pal and everybody should start tracking what they eat and be honest about it. Um, and then kind of see what like really how many calories you're eating a day. Because when I give you an amount of calories to eat, I'm doing it based 
almost on guessing, but if you track faithfully for two to three weeks and it comes up like you're eating 2,200 calories, um, like an average of 2,200 calories a day, that really allows me to understand like what, how much I need to cut off your calories to get you into, um, like a, a deficit, a calorie deficit. But it, but if you start tracking, you will realize how little protein you eat. And it's, and people just don't realize like they'll, they're eating literally like only 40 grams of protein a day. And I'm calling, I'm asking my clients to eat anywhere from like 120 to 140 um, grams of protein a day. And they're like starting out at like 40. So Obviously, I don't expect my clients to go from eating 40 grams of protein a day to all the way up to 130 in, you know. Um, but anyway, so what are some ways that you can get your protein in? Well, the number one, first and best way to up your protein is just to double or the amount of like meat that you eat at a meal. So let's say you have one egg for breakfast, try having two eggs. Let's say you eat, you know, three ounces of chicken for lunch, try upping that up to four or five ounces of chicken. Um, and the, like the same with dinner, like just take like a bigger piece of meat, like lean meat that you're eating for uh, breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and just make that a bigger portion size uh, to help, you know, get your uh, protein, hit your protein number. And then there's other things besides meat that help you get protein. Um, a lot of people don't realize that like legumes, like beans and peas and stuff, that they have protein in them. And then there's always like cottage cheese, Greek yogurt. Um, I'm trying to think of all the ways that I get protein in. Um, uh, supplement, you can do supplements for your protein. Like there's protein shakes out there. There's protein bars. Some of my favorite protein shakes are... Um, if you just, if you want powder, some of my favorite protein shakes for powder is Bomar Nutrition, PE Science, and First Form. Those are three that I have had personally, and I like the taste of them. They taste good. Like it's, and you can mix them with water, like mix them with cold water. Um, or you can mix them with almond milk. You can mix them with skim milk. Um, you know, however, you can make a shake, put some ice in there and um, throw some blueberries in there, throw a banana in there, make a shake. That's a good way to get your protein. And it's almost kind of like a dessert, especially if you make it into a shake. Um, so, and then there's protein bars. Uh, one of my favorite protein bars is Built Bar. It's like 150 calories, usually around that. And there's like anywhere from 15 to 18 grams of protein in it. And it, it literally tastes like a candy bar to me. So like a lot of times in the afternoon, especially in the winter months, when it's cold, I like to have a hot cup of coffee in a Built Bar for a snack. And it's like I'm eating, it's like I'm eating a treat. So Built Bars are my favorite. Um, after Built Bars, I'm trying to think ones that you could buy from the grocery store. I like the Fit Crunch Bar. I like, um, I do like some of the, some of the flavors of the one bar. I like the Blueberry Cobbler. Um, sometimes I'll eat Quest Bars. They're not my favorite. Like, really no protein protein bar. This is the honest truth. There's no protein bar out there that I think tastes delicious except for Built Bar. And that's the honest truth. Like I, I eat a Built Bar because I actually like eating a Built Bar. And you can order Built Bars through me. Um, you just have to use the code GenDana, all one word, lowercase. I would not tell you about Built Bars if I did not like Built Bars. You can ask uh, anyone I know. I eat, I actually eat the Built Bars. I love them. It's what I use for protein bar. So you can use um, the powder, 
You can use protein bars to help get your protein in. Um, like I said, the skim milk, fair life milk, it has um, a higher amount of protein in it. Greek yogurt, cottage cheese, um, cheese has protein in it. You might want to, you know, you can, if you have enough fat, you know, you can add some cheese in there. I'm trying to think of some other ways that I get protein in. Um, uh, let me think in my mind, I'm like going through the grocery store, but those are a lot of the ways that I get my protein in and like doubling the meat is just, it's easier to just make like, you know, bigger portions of meat. Um, and another reason, the other thing I wanted to talk about why protein is, uh, good for you is because when you eat protein, your body actually burns more calories digesting protein than it does carbs or fat. So when you eat the protein, it's actually going to raise your um, metabolism up a little bit because the, the digesting that protein takes longer and it's a more difficult process than just eating the carbs or the fat. So it's called thermal, the thermal effective eating, which, you know, that's so protein gives you the highest thermal effective eating when you eat protein. Uh, it's good for your hair. It's good for your nails. Oh, collagen is another thing that I use. Um, right now I'm using the first form salted caramel collagen in my coffee and that it's not considered a complete protein. So to be considered a complete protein, you have to have all nine amino acids in the protein and collagen doesn't have that. And I know a lot of people say that the collagen protein doesn't count, but if you eat or drink the collagen protein with another protein, then it still counts towards your protein. Um, some people say it doesn't. I say if you eat it with protein, you're getting all nine uh, essential amino acids in that that meal. So that's my opinion. Um, so yeah, so I, I supplement with collagen. It's good for your hair. It's good for your nails. Um, hmm, what else? I think that's about it on protein. If you have any questions about protein, you can ask me. I know it's a very difficult macronutrient, especially for women to eat. Um, it just it doesn't come like for me anyway, it has never been like my, obviously my favorite macronutrient is carbs. Hello. Isn't that everybody's and carbs mixed with fat? Hello. That's like a donut. That's everybody's problem though. Right. That's why we like it is because it's fat, fat mixed with carbs is like the, it's like a little, like a little dance recital on your tongue, but that's also the reason why we have weight problems. So <laughs> yeah, there's that. Um, yeah. So anyway, that's what I want to talk about today. Protein, make sure you figure out what your protein is. If you have any trouble with the formula I shared with you, you can shoot me a message and I can figure it out for you. Um, if you, but if you find that you want to cut and you want to go into a calorie deficit, definitely, definitely up your protein some. Um, don't, don't just do all protein. Uh, oh, I know another thing is if you do up your protein and you're not used to eating that much protein, it can cause some constipation. So this is really like TMI, TMI stuff. But seriously, my clients, sometimes when they up their protein, if they're only eating like 40 grams a day, they up it to like 100, try to hit like 120, they have problems with constipation, which is why it's so, so important to get your vegetables in because that obviously that non-soluble fiber in vegetables is going to help you to not get constipated. Um, but if that does happen, there is obviously drink your water, which is a whole nother podcast. I'm going to talk about why we should drink water and, but make sure you drink your water. That just helps everything in your body move smoothly. And then, um, there's a 
tea that you can get at Walmart. I'm sure they have it at other stores too, but it's called Smooth Move Tea. And you can drink it. You drink it the night before. Like, so you have a cup before you go to bed at night. And so I'll take, like, I'll just warm up um, a coffee mug, like, in the microwave. And then I'll just let it steep in there for a minute or two. And then I add, like, a packet of, I guess it's, like, Truvia or, like, Stevia to sweeten it. And you drink that. And then that, it kind of works overnight. But it's not as harsh as, like, a laxative is. So it like helps you go to the bathroom, but not like stomach cramps. Like I got to go like right now, kind of go to the bathroom. So that's a way to help you until your body adjusts to that much protein. But definitely, so that's another thing. Fiber is a whole nother thing we can talk about. And I'll talk about that probably on another day. But honestly, out of all the things that you should track when you're counting, you should track your calories is number one. That's king. Like that's stay within the calories you know, to help you lose weight and protein and fiber. Because if you're tracking your fiber, like I know like if you're getting, you know, anywhere from 30 to 35 grams of fiber that you're eating lots of um, vegetables and fruits and things that have the fiber in them. So that's, that's very important too. Like, um, so yeah, so calories, uh, protein and fiber are three things that you should always track in my opinion. Um, carbs and fat, let them fall where they will. That's just how I kind of like to coach my ladies. It, get, it gets too stressful trying to keep all of the numbers, you know, trying to figure it all out. So anyway, that's all I have for today. I'm going to finish my iced coffee. I'm going to get ready because I have a function that I have to go to tonight. And um, yeah, hopefully I'll get a blog post out on this and um, you can refer back to it Uh, on my blog. So anyway, I hope you guys have a great day. As always, you can find me on Facebook at Jen Dana Health and Fitness. You can find me on Instagram at Jen Dana underscore health and fitness. And you can find me on TikTok at Jen Dana Health and Fitness. Um, So yeah, go ahead and follow me there. Oh, I'm always, always free for any messages. You can um, email me at jendana.coaching at gmail.com. I love to answer questions like this. It's a passion of mine. It's not a bother for you to ask me questions. I will answer everything for free. It's not not that, you know, I, I don't care. It's I love to help women get healthy. I love to see women achieve their like their health goals. Um, there's just there's just something about watching a woman go from feeling miserable about herself and then having this like getting that confidence back. So anyway, uh, yeah, so email me with any questions, direct message me on any of those platforms. And I hope you guys have a good week. I'll be back next week. As usual, not sure what topic I'm gonna talk about because That's how my brain works, you know. I I have ADD, I swear I do. And so I'll come up with it, you know, probably the day that I'm going to record next week. So hope you guys have a good week and I will talk to you soon.